Then they hurried, and each man took his cloak and put it under him on the top of the stairs, and blew the trumpet, saying, Jehu is king. 2 Kings 9.13 Dear God, you never fail. Thanks for showing us in your word how your perfect plans unfolds every time, even when we don't understand what you're doing. Help us to be the kinds of friends and leaders that people want to follow. Teach us to be righteous and to lead others to you with courage and strength. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you for praying with us today. The Kids Bible in a Year podcast is sponsored by Little Passports, delivering monthly activity kit subscriptions that help kids explore the world, cultivate curiosity, and discover new interests with hands-on crafts and activities in cooking, science, crafts, and more, all with a unique cultural twist. Visit littlepassports.com blessed to learn more and save 20% with code blessed. predicts the evil coming from Hazael. In this story, Jehu will be anointed king and will destroy the family of Ahab, as inspired by 2 Kings. Hi, it's Julia Sadler. I'm so glad you're here for the Kids Bible in a Year podcast. Today we're going to hear about the new king, Jehu, and what his friends did when they found out he was king. As usual, God is taking care of everything, and his perfect plan is in place once again. Let's listen and see. Because everyone in Ahab's royal family stopped worshiping Yahweh, the one true God, God told Elisha to make General Jehu the king of Israel. Elisha saw a young prophet and told him, Take this oil and find Jehu. He's going to be with his friends, but you have to speak to him alone. Pour this oil on his head and make him king of Israel. When you finish, open the door and run away. And without another minute to spare, the young prophet started on his way to the city. He asked everyone about where Jehu was, it took him a while, but with enough time he was able to find out that Jehu was visiting important friends, just like Elisha told him. When he got to the house, he blew through the front door, shocking Jehu. The young prophet said, I have a message for you. Jehu and the prophet left the group of friends and went somewhere where no one could see them. Then the prophet poured the oil on Jehu's head and said, God wanted me to tell you that you are the new king of Israel. But before you can become king, you have to find a way to destroy every man in Ahab's family. And you have to destroy Jezebel too. Leave her in the streets so the dogs can eat her. After saying this, the young prophet did what Elisha told him to do and ran away fast. When Jehu returned back to the house, his friends asked him, what did that crazy prophet want? Jehu said, you know how he talks. But his friends could tell that there was a funny look on his face. So they asked again, saying, no, really, please tell us. 
Jehu finally gave in and said, The prophet said, I anoint you king of Israel. Then they all spread their coats on the floor, blew a trumpet, and shouted, Jehu is the real king of Israel. While Joram's nephew came to visit Joram, Jehu rode with his whole army towards the palace. There were soldiers on the lookout, and they saw the army that was racing towards them. Joram told the guards, send someone to talk to them, to see if they come in peace. So they sent the first messenger out, and when he got to Jehu, the messenger asked him, The king wants to know if you're coming in peace. Then Jehu said, What does the king know about peace? Come and join my men. After this, the messenger joined Jehu's army. The lookout soldier told Joram, We sent the messenger a while ago, but he's not back yet. I think he joined their army. So the king sent another messenger out. The messenger asked the same question. The king wants to know if you're coming in peace. And Jehu gave the same answer. What does the king know about peace? Come and join my men. So the second messenger joined his army too. The lookout soldier told Joram, The second messenger has joined their army. I think I know whose army this is though. You see that man in the front chariot? He's driving like a madman. And the only person I know who drives like that is Jehu. Joram was angry, and he said, Go, get our chariots. And both Joram and his nephew went to see what was going on. When they reached Jehu and his army, Joram shouted, Jehu, do you come in peace? And Jehu answered back, how can there be peace when your mother Jezebel practices witchcraft and makes everyone worship idols? Then Joram finally knew what was going on, so he turned around. Jehu shot an arrow that hit Joram in the shoulder, and it ended him. Jehu shouted, Take his body and throw it in the land his father stole from Naboth. Then he chased after Joram's nephew, and when he was close, Jehu shot an arrow and ended him too. So in one day, Jehu ended Ahab's son and his grandson just like God had promised. Now, the only one that was left was the witch Jezebel. Today's story is all about a new king named Jehu. But before we get to his story, let's talk about what went wrong with Ahab's family. As we open today's story, Joram, Ahab's son, is now king over Israel. But in this chapter of 2 Kings, the Bible tells us that Ahab's entire family had stopped worshiping the one true God. Regardless of what had happened in the past, they had turned their backs on God and decided to do things their own way. That's something we've heard about a lot in these stories from the Bible. And I know you know how that turns out. Because Ahab's family had turned wicked and refused to follow God, God told Elisha that he wanted a general named Jehu to be the new king. But instead of taking care of this assignment alone, Elisha found a younger prophet, perhaps someone he was training, and asked him to do it. 
Elisha gave this young prophet exact instructions on finding Jehu, getting along with him, telling him what God had said, and anointing his head with oil. And like any other faithful prophet, he did just as Elisha said. But there was one more thing. The family of Ahab would have to be destroyed because they disobeyed God. Little did Jehu know that this very day, his whole life was going to change. He was going to find out that he was the next king of Israel, and he was going to have a big job ahead of him. So after the young prophet took Jehu away, gave him the message, and anointed him king, Jehu returned to his friends. And I guess you could say they were very curious about what was going on. When they asked him what happened, he tried to keep it a secret when they asked him what happened. Now, have you ever tried to keep a secret from a good friend? It's not easy to do. They kept on asking, so Jehu eventually told his friends what the young prophet had said and how he was soon to become king. And what happens next tells us everything we need to know about this Jehu and his character. Do you know what, how his friends responded? They cheered, yelled, celebrated, and partied. They were so happy to know that Jehu would be the new king. The Bible says they even took off their coats and spread them on the ground, treating him like royalty. This reminds me of a verse in Proverbs 29.2. Remember who wrote this book? The wisest man who ever lived. The verse says that when things are going well for a righteous person, people rejoice. But when a wicked person rules, people moan and groan. It makes you wonder, how would people feel if you were put in charge? Jehu must have been very respected and known as someone who honored God for the people to be that excited about it. Okay, so as Jehu rode toward the palace, Joram started getting nervous. He sent one messenger who decided to jump ship and join Jehu's army. And then it happened again with a second messenger. As the story comes to a close, Ahab's son and grandson are killed and Jehu takes the throne. I wonder what kind of king he will be. What do you think? Well, that's all for today. Thanks for listening. And remember, the Bible is the best story ever told. It's God's story to you. And it's all true. Enjoy the podcast? Leave a review to help other parents discover us and spread the gospel around the world. Thanks for listening to Pray.com's Kids Bible in the Year. For more Bible stories and wisdom to last a lifetime, download the Pray.com app for free today. Thanks for listening to Kids Bible in a Year. I want to invite our adult listeners to check out my other show, Unapologetic, God's Truth on Today's Topics. It's unfiltered, important, inspiring, and we have awesome conversations and amazing guests such as Candace Cameron Bray, 
Vice President Mike Pence, Dr. Robert Jeffress, Shannon Bream, Maddie Pruitt, and so many others. We are helping you have conversations that empower you to have bold faith in a broken world. You'll be excited, inspired, and encouraged in your faith as you check out Unapologetic. Remember that you can tune in wherever you get your podcasts and on Pray.com.